We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the WEEI Studios, the home of the Red Sox, 93.7 WEEI-FM HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Now for the Bradfoe Show with Rob Bradford. With Rob Bradford on WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Don't this hit make my people want to. Don't this hit make my people want to. Don't this hit make my people want to. All right. All right, Sid. Good job. All right. Let's get right to it. I don't know if you guys know this, but this year is the year they're going to have the World Baseball Classic. It's always a, a, a good time. It's become an even better time because Mike Trout's playing, because more players are playing, because it's a big, big deal. People understand how exciting it is. And that's why the Baseball Isn't Boring brand is welcoming with open arms the expert, the guy who has dominated WBC coverage on social media for about a couple months now. That's Sean Spradling, who is kicking off his podcast under the Bite Baseballs and Boring umbrella. WBC Central, it kicks off this week. And having had Sean on the podcast already, I can tell you, He's awesome to talk to, and if you don't follow him, you should do that absolutely right now, at Sean underscore Spradling. Sean, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm super excited to talk. I mean, like you said, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, uh, Paul Goldschmidt, you got Sandy Alcantara. It's like you go down the list of stars in the league, and they're pretty much playing. Is Sedan Raphael playing? I don't even know. Is he playing? Is he playing, Catillo? I think he is, yeah. Yes, so the, there you go. He's on the preliminary roster. He should be playing. Okay, so um, I just that was top of mind. That was a squirrel moment for me, so I apologize. So the, with me, Sean, is Chris Cotillo of Mass Live and Coop, uh, one of the founding members of Baseball Isn't Boring. You'll get to know him more and more and more. What's up, Sean? As we uh, as we unroll the, the awesome WBC Central podcast. So, Sean, awesome. like in when it when it comes to and I you know, I said sort of we're Red Sox centric on this show. When it comes to the Red Sox players who are partaking in this, and there's quite a few, how how many you you follow all the teams and all the players are going from whatever team? Are the Red Sox sort of representative of the number of guys who are going to play in the WBC? Are they more? Are they less? Do you have any idea? Yeah, that's so. I, I do try to cover all 20 countries in the WBC, sort of like as an aggregator for world baseball classic content because there isn't really someone that does that um really for all of the countries so i've been trying to track all of the different preliminary rosters uh the final rosters are due uh february 7th so right now up to this point there's only 50 man preliminary rosters for each country when it comes to the red sox honestly i I think they have uh, more players than most other mlb clubs i think i counted 11 total Mm. that are on preliminary rosters at this point that includes both mlb players as well as uh for example sedan rafaela who's uh in the organization wow so i mean we we know that spring training is going to look weird but that's particularly going to look weirder um so you run them down for us oh yeah all 11 yeah let's hear all 11 all right let's do it 
Do you have them? So it's, I mean, yeah, spring training is going to look very different, I think, for a lot of different teams. The team, the, the players that I've confirmed that are on the preliminary roster, you've got Nick Pavetta for Canada. Um, and them being on the preliminary rosters does not mean that they're going to play in the WBC quite yet. They have to make the final rosters, and the teams actually have to, uh, like, sign off, essentially, for the players to play. So we don't know if all, all 11. But Nick Pavetta, Canada. For the Kingdom of the Netherlands, you got both Kenley Jansen and Sedane Rafaela. Puerto Rico, Tristan Casas and Kike Hernandez. Dominican Republic, Rafael Devers. Mexico, there's three, actually. Jaron Duran, Alex Verdugo, and Marcelo Meyer. Uh, Japan, Masataki Yoshida. And then newly signed in the Red Sox organization, uh, Israel, Ryan Sheriff. Ooh, there you go. It's a quality yeah. list. Didn't know that one. Sean, yeah. I have a question real quick. What, yeah. you know, we see with, like, the Olympics, a lot of people having to commit and the the – the rigidness of having them commit to a country. Why does it feel like people are flip-flopping all over the place? I mean, like Marcus Stroman was the most recent one who he went on to win a WBC with the team USA the last time, I believe. And now he's playing yeah. for uh, team Puerto Rico. What's the actual process yeah. of like, what is there a transfer portal? Like, how does this all go about? Yeah, that is a great question because that one was wild and caught everybody by surprise. The Marcus Stroman one, he won, WBC MVP in 2017, won the championship with USA, pitched against Puerto Rico, and now he's playing for Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, so that one caught everybody by surprise. He, his mom is Puerto Rican. I have yet to officially confirm this, and this is kind of another issue. The WBC like rules and regulations are a little bit they, – they like to keep them private um, for the federation. So I'm not 100% sure on this, but from what I've gathered – I think you can change one time. So you can change the, com- the country that you represent if you are eligible to one other country. So, for example, Marcus Stroman played for USA. He will now play for Puerto Rico. Or uh, There's been a, a few other- younger guys that have played Team USA baseball coming up, and I've noticed that they've now kind of aligned with countries of you know their nationality or ancestry, correct? Exactly. Or, for example, A-Rod, he did the same thing. He played for USA and then for the Dominican Republic. Um, you got guys like Manny Machado. He played for Team USA when he was younger and then now plays for the Dominican Republic. So I don't think there is a rule. I think, I think the rule is you can switch one time and then it's sort of kind of locked in. For example, like in the, in the World Cup, you're cap tied. So if you play for a country for a certain amount of like, games, then you have to play for that national team for the rest of your life. I don't know if it's the same for for the WBC. I think you can change one time. So when you look at this, this uh, how this is unfolding, and w- one of the big rants I have in the last week is I can't believe that they didn't have the, the new MLB rules within the WBC because if you go far in the WBC, you're going to have a week to get used to the rules. So how yeah. is it going to look when it comes to when these guys get to spring training, preparing for the WBC? When did they go to their teams? That's another thing, Sean, that Adam Jones had mentioned he thought was a big reason why they did better was that they got together mm-hmm. earlier. So what's – and I know that usually Japan is is training right now. I remember going back, Daisuke Matsuzaka didn't even like, – he didn't come to spring training. He trained all almost all spring training in Japan with that team. Yeah. Uh, how's that look in terms of the players, like some of the players that you're mentioning? How's that look in terms of in the next few weeks getting ready for, A, the team, or B, WBC team? Yeah, so I think from what I've seen, the pitchers and catchers for the WBC actually report maybe two or three days before the official reporting to their MLB clubs. So if you're playing in the WBC, you report to your country's like training camp 
more or less uh, a couple of days before. I don't remember the exact date, but they do report a couple of days before and they'll start training with them. Like you said, though, I think you can start training before. For example, like Japan's going to, they're already training. They're already playing. A lot of them are playing together and, um, and, and kind of preparing for the tournament. I think Venezuela is sort of doing the same thing. Uh, they have a lot of uh, players that are going to be in a training camp before they officially decide on the 30-man roster. So it's a few days before, but not not a full week before, like MLB uh, players report to the team. All right. So when it comes to we played this game when you came on the podcast. This is you have the great power rankings. I love it. I love it. And <laughs> and so Coop Coop is a, a big team USA guy, correct? Coop. I I love the country. You what love can the I country. Say? You're, you're, you're not, gonna hate me for liking the, no, the constitution. No, I'm, I'm not gonna. So in in the Coop power rankings, he's gonna put Team USA at number one. But I, it, whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, oh, sorry, I don't mean to I'm put patriotic. Words I'm not stupid. All right, so it is. Pick with his brain. It, it, it is. It is crazy. And and Sean, when you put out the rosters and the and projected lineups, it is nuts. This is why I think it's a great topic of conversation and will be for the next month and a half or so to get these collection of guys, particularly this year more than any other year. It's insane. And the, the Dominican roster, Dominican lineup, when I saw that, I'm like, holy crap. Like, that is unbelievable. It's I mean, it's unfair. Raptors yeah, but you put, right? but didn't you put, did you put, I can't remember, Sean, have you changed your power rankings at all? Did, where do you have them? <laughs> I haven't changed them yet. I think I'm going to release a new power rankings the first of every month up to March. So, February 1st, I'll update them. Not sure yet if I'm flipping them or not, but. In my first, on January 1st, I did put out those power rankings. I had Dominican Republic number one. But it's a true 1A, 1B with the USA and Dominican Republic. Both teams have MVPs and all-stars literally all across the field. It's ridiculous. Can I get, be Sean, can I give you the lineup? This, this is from your Twitter account, at Sean yep. underscore Spradling. Starling Marte, this is Dominican Republic. Starling Marte, Starling Marte. Uh, Julio Rodriguez in center, Juan Soto in right, Manny Machado at third, Jeremy Pena at short, Jose Ramirez at second, Vladimir Guerrero uh, Jr. at first, Cindy Alcantara, he's the the starting number one pitcher, uh, Rafael Devers DHing, who was asked about this at the winter weekend, and he and he was like, "Well, where would you put me in the lineup?" And he he does not like being put behind anybody in Major League Baseball, but right now it looks like he was probably going to be in the DH. Uh, unfortunately, Gary Sanchez is the catcher, but you know I'm not even going to get into the bench. It's crazy, but but it's not that what as crazy as that is, Sean. Like Team USA, Team Japan, and maybe even Puerto Rico. I mean, that's not far off either, right? Oh no, not at all. You I mean USA's lineup stacks up right up there with the Dominican Republic. I would say USA has the best offense. You got if you look at their lineup, outfield Kyle Tucker, Mike Trout, Mookie Betts. Already ridiculous. And then the infield, Nolan Arenado, Trey Turner at shortstop, Jeff McNeil at second, or Tim Anderson or Bobby Witt. Um, you got Paul Goldschmidt at first base, uh, catcher Real Muto. So that's – there's no hole throughout that entire lineup. You look at the Dominican Republic roster, and it's so funny because if you tweet out the uh, Dominican Republic's team – or their roster on Twitter, everybody looks at Gary Sanchez and is like, wait, they can't find one better <laughs> better catcher than him to go there? And it's so funny because last year, J-Ram, Jose Ramirez, he was like, well, I'm I'm all into this team. If you want me to catch even, I'll catch. And then everybody kind of laughed at that because that's actually the one position that they need. But, yeah, both teams have unbelievable offenses. Well, you know, so it's good stuff coming, and I look forward to it all, Sean. Uh, WBC Central podcast on the 
Baseball is in Boring Podcast Network. Uh, and you were, what, we're playing it on Tuesday. Tuesday, is that the first one right now? You think? Yeah, I think we're going to try Tuesday. All right, Tuesday. All right, so you got you got it locked in. You're ready to go. This is a big deal. I'm ready. Big deal. That's the, that's the true first day of the week, in my opinion. So to kick it off on Tuesday, that's the best way to do it. It is, but, Sean, like, you know this. I mean, this is, and we've talked about this. It is crazy, I think, that that people don't understand this is going to be an enormous thing. It's not, As much as I love um, the AAA players on AM radio for the Red Sox radio network, it is going to be crazy. And I tell people, say, if you're going to go down to spring training, go to the spring training games, listen to the spring training games, but make sure you swing by. And if you get a chance, go to these games. It's it's not maybe exactly like the World yeah. Cup, but it's as close as you're going to come with baseball, right? Yeah, I think this podcast is honestly way more a testament to the tournament and just like the our sport, like how beautiful this game is in different countries. Because the only reason I have any following is because all of these different players and fans from all these different countries are so incredibly passionate about the WBC. This is their World Cup. Like if you go to Japan, everyone's talking about it. If you go to Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, like it's it's going to be the biggest thing in baseball for for a long time uh, in a lot of these countries. So I'm super excited. I think it's the best brand of baseball. Just getting to represent your own country and just see the pride and honor that they have, that the players have, and that is going to be so fun. And now they have gear. They finally have gear. They have gear. Yes. Team Team Puerto Rico's uh, right. jerseys. Right, but Sean Heat. Sean pointed this out. They didn't even have gear until like a week ago, right? Oh, they don't. They <laughs> a lot of them haven't even released them yet. I kind of had to find those pictures myself. Um, just sort of leaked in another. Uh, far off website. So that, even Team USA hasn't really released anything yet. I'm still waiting for them actually to put it on the MLB's website or New Era's website. But they do have photos of the hats. Um, those are on my Twitter if you want to see them. Yeah. So Sean underscore Spryling. Excellent job. WBC Central. Go to the baseball. Is it boring? Subscribe right now. Get that first podcast. It's going to be awesome. Sean, thanks so much, man. I look forward to it. Absolutely. This is super fun. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Excellent job. All right. That was Sean Spryley talking about the WBC. Excellent job, Cotillo, asking all the tough questions. Yeah, well, what I want to say is, you know, you talk about Red Sox fans going to Fort Myers. Fort Myers is where the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico are training. So that is, uh, that's a take right there, too. It is like, so I've covered, I covered a WBC workout up in Toronto once, and like so it's almost more surreal than the games because obviously you just have this these, these collection. It's sort of the it's like a field of dreams. Type you, moment. Coop, you know this. You went to the All Star Game. The All Star Game is sort of a marketing thing. It's it's chaotic. It's it's very like these guys are being pulled in all the different. This is about actually playing the game of baseball and trying to win. By the way, that team Dominican, they could beat both the AL and NL of last year. Like they, that, oh, that yeah, team is of course, a wagon, of course, absolute wagon. Yeah, of Here, course. Here's a game. Oh, I like, I games. like games. Go around the diamond if you're going to a Red Sox spring training game, who you're going to see during those weeks. All right, we can do that. You know what we'll, we'll do? The, we'll, the grandparents that go to all those games will surely be missing. And, and the BBWAA. That, yeah. That's Chris Cotillo. That is Coop. That is That me. is Stiz. I'm Rob Bradford. We're going to bring in the fifth member of the Bradford Show after this break to ask that question, to do that exercise. And he just happens to play for the Boston Red Sox. Be back after this. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The NFL Conference Championships are this Sunday. The 49ers are in Philly taking on the Eagles at 3.30, followed by the Bengals in Kansas City taking on the Chiefs at 6.30. Don't forget, both those games can be heard right here on WEEI. 
Per Field Yates, Patrick Mahomes was a full participant in practice and is off the injury report. Albert Breer reported Friday that the Patriots are flying out former player Ryan Wendell out to Las Vegas to interview for the open offensive line coaching position. Wendell played nine seasons with the Pats and helped New England win a Super Bowl in 2014. He spent the last four seasons with the Buffalo Bills, holding the title of assistant offensive line coach for the previous three campaigns. The Bruins road trip continues tonight as they take on the Florida Panthers. Puck drops at 6 p.m. The Celtics have lost three in a row. They'll try and turn it around tonight when they host LeBron James and the Lakers. Tip off at 8.30. And the Red Sox have signed left-handed reliever Skylar Arias to a minor league deal, according to the club's transaction log. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Bradford Show on WEEI. WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Let it breathe, Stiz. That only means one thing. It only means one thing. Let's go! That means Zach Kelly's here. Zach, what's going on? What's up, boys? Does that fire you up or what? Yeah, it does. I'm I'm ready to go right now. Let's go. Yeah, so... Zach Kelly, pitcher for the Boston Red Sox, just partook in winter weekend, uh, fresh off the ice. So where are you back? You back home now, skating, skating, playing hockey, whatever you do? Yeah, I'm back home. I'm currently feeding my son. Ooh, I'm right. double bailing right now. Is uh, Have you been in touch with Schreiber? Did he just had a kid. Yeah, we uh, we FaceTimed him. He was, we, uh, I guess, Thursday, last Thursday. FaceTime, yeah, he's still in the hospital, and yeah, he he's a new dad, so he's getting a lot less sleep now. But What's, once we get his kid's name, we're gonna give a walk in music for his kid. So there you go. That's our gift to the to the Shrivers. It's gotta be it's gotta be as electric as John's, though. Well, uh, we gave him that. That that would be a uh, mud shovel, right? Correct, Stiz? Mud yeah, shovel, right? Space stain, yes. Could be Eminem, right? Well, we he offered that. We uh, he offered he offered. He actually said that he might do Eminem this year. Which you know, eight mile. There yeah, you go. There it is, eight mile. Yeah. So Zach, um, thanks for coming on once again, friend of the program. Uh, it's good to see you at Winter Weekend. What was your? That was your first Winter Weekend. Uh, it was many, 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 many people's first Winter Weekend there on Springfield. Was it what you thought it would be? What was your take takeaway? Here's here's it's a two part question. What was your takeaway? And give me a good. Winter weekend story that's entertaining and people don't know. What do you got? Oof. Um, yeah, winter weekend was sick. Uh, I didn't really know what to expect. Like you said, it was the first time. and It was a lot of people's first time. But um, there was a lot more people there than I thought were going to be there. So that was really cool. And just kind of, you know, walking through the hotel, just being able to, 
to talk to people and seeing the turnout at the uh, arena was always was always cool. We were there a couple different times, and so uh, it was a lot of fun. Just not even you know so much just like all the activities and stuff, but just being around the boys and being around the fans and um, just not feeling like it's it's still January, feeling like getting ready to go for the season that baseball's back and. It was a really good time. So give me a good story. Give me a good story. Like, did uh, did someone not know how to play blackjack? Did uh, give me? So, I don't know. I don't know. Give, give me a good story. Someone, a fan, like a fan came up to me, Zach, and he, what he said, he said, I thought you lost weight. Wow. <laughs> like, that's like the <laughs> ultimate insult, especially for someone you don't know. Like, what is happening? That guy deserves a fan. I, I, I don't know. I don't really have any. I go to store to try to get Rafi to take me out to dinner, but I guess the checks haven't started hitting for him yet. <laughs> Did anyone scream Dave Dombrowski at anybody else, or is that just the one time? Oh, what's up, Chris? <laughs> oh, yeah, I should mention, I should mention, Chris Catello's here. You know Chris? Uh, yeah, I was blessed by his presence at uh, Rookie Development Program. Yeah, oh, excellent. Oh, there you go. And uh, and you know Coop, of course, of the – the Brad Foshin. Yeah. We had the most awkward dap. I'm I'm so <laughs> sorry for that. Well, I was looking around. I was trying to find JT, and all of a sudden I see Coop. I'm like, Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, it's good. Just saw. Just you know, we we lock eyes across the casino floor while like you know a bunch of old people just like bumming cigarettes and hitting the slots. Yeah, well, there there you go. It was it's a called great living meeting. the dream, Coop. Yeah, Coop had, Coop had his own little uh, little area where he was signing autographs. Um, all right, well. The, the, so you went through it. Um, were you were there Friday night, correct? Correct. All right, that was a little weird. Which part? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's the it's, inter, the introductions well, no, and well, yeah. High so, fives so, with the so, fans. So, Cass yeah. is rolling out, you know, that huge tray of hors d'oeuvres from Taps. That was pretty weird. Yeah. Well, it was. It's, it's it's just like a weird scene. Like, it, so here's how I felt like it went. Zach is that. Obviously, you had the front office, you had the ownership group, and that was uncomfortable. But as the winter, as the sort of weekend went on, it sort of gained momentum in terms of optimism around the team, and maybe it's people dislike being around the players. Did you get that same feeling? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think there's a lot of positivity, just like um, for the most part, about the, the team and on social media and stuff. I saw a lot of a lot of positive stuff, and um, just being around the guys. And just talking to the guys, it seems like, you know, everybody's kind of bought in. Everybody knows what happened last year, and everybody's in a, a much better much better place now and just looking forward to, to getting going, getting down to Florida and start rolling. So I'm not sure if you were at this venue that Friday night when this might have happened, but I was told that a certain owner that didn't get a warm welcome from fans strolled through a packed bar went over to where a lot of the players were again, not sure if you were there or not, um, and had a conversation with them. Do you, from, from the sounds of it, it's like everything was kind of overblown by fans and that internally, is there as much, you know, issues going on there? No, like, is there no, an understanding uh, that like you guys are trying to compete? Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're in Boston we play for the Red Sox. We're always trying to compete. Um, the AL East is, is tough, but I think winning is expected in Boston. I mean, not just with the Red Sox, but you know the other the other three teams that are better there too. I think I think winning is always you know 
priority number one in that city. And that's like top down understood. And by top oh, down, yeah, I mean all the 100%. way up to John Henry himself. Oh, of course. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't want to, I mean, I don't really have it much talk to John Henry, but neither have we. I, mean, I can't, I can't imagine anybody that their priority isn't winning. Oh, time to play the game, Rob, right? Oh, okay. yeah. Well, I, I'll, yeah, I'll, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll fun game. Zach, so, uh, we're just talking WBC. Apparently, are you, are you playing in WBC? No, uh-uh, I'm not. Next time. Yeah. If it was hockey, yeah, we'll go with it. <laughs> um, uh, go ahead. So we just were talking Fourth WBC. Liner. There's a <laughs> there's 11 Red Sox that are going to be participating. Um, well, maybe you probably know most of them. So let, let we're, we were talking about if someone goes to a Red Sox spring training game around the diamond, who's starting at every position. So I think you know catcher. McGuire and Wong are not playing, so they'll be there. But from everywhere else, there's about one projected starter. Who's but be like Casas is like is is on the list, but I don't think he's playing. Is he? I think he might be. Let's oh. just say he is. Let's, okay, yeah, we'll go. So Zach, you want to take us around, assuming all the guys who are you know expected to play in the WBC do. Who's manning every position on March sixth for the Red Sox and Grapefruit League play? Ah, uh, oof. I guess at first you'd probably have Bobby D, right? Yeah. Yep. And then I don't think Arroyo's playing second. Yeah. This isn't this is this is an easy game. This no, isn't... no, it's about to get hard. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, yeah. Who's shortstop? <laughs> yeah. Who's shortstop? Ooh, that's a good one. Who's shortstop? Who played down in Worcester? Shortstop is coming back. Well, Jeter Downs is gone. Yeah. Mondesi's not going to be ready. Mondesi's not. Gonna, he's not going to be ready. I think Maybe. Bogart's left. I don't know. He could be back. Marcelo uh, Myers playing uh, for Mexico, maybe. Sadon playing? Yep. He is playing the WBC? Sounds like well, it. What's Pinellas yeah. up to? Ooh, Pinellas could play a short. Friend of the program. Friend of the program. Hey, I, I played I played a couple innings of short in middle school. Oh, oh there you go. I like this. I like how this, this game has broken news. Right. Good job, Cotillo. And then third base, I guess Turner's. Pinellas. Well, yeah, Turner's not playing. He'll yeah, be around. Turner. Yeah, yeah. It turns um, Duvall will yeah. be in center, and then the corners. Yeah, Doogie yeah. and Yoshida are playing, right? Yeah, yeah, they both are playing. Yep. Yeah, listen, Oof. not not your problem, Zach. This is a hard game. Yeah, it's, it's a hard, hard it's a hard game, but yeah, we, don't, we don't do easy assignments around. Yeah, here. well, what we do know is that you can play shortstop, and if you don't play at least one inning there, I'm going to be disappointed. Um, here's one thing be, that be, I learned. Be prepared. At, What's up? To be disappointed. No, <laughs> that's what spring training is all about: experimentation. Um, so, when one thing I learned at Winter Weekend from Ramon Vasquez is that every bullpen in Fort Myers is going to have a clock in it. Like every single mound is going to have a clock. Do you know about this? I did not. I broke news to you. There you go. Right, but you work pretty quick. You don't have a problem with it. who work like so. But this is going to be a problem for some guys, right? We've talked about the rule. Yeah. This is a good rule talk. Yeah. So 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 you so you can see where that might help. That this is going to be a thing. They're going to be rushing everybody through this. This is going to be a very. I'm just preparing you for spring training. I don't know if they did. I'm preparing you for spring training. It's going to be. It's basically going to be like basketball practice. You know, every you, it, there's going to be no standing around. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely going to be an adjustment. I think some of the the younger guys that we have, like me and 
forward and some of the guys who were in AAA last year, I don't think it's going to be that much of an adjustment for us because we've already had to deal with it. Um, but I, there's a lot of ways that I think it can go. I think yeah, you're going to see that guys just not even step on the dirt until they have the sign, and then it's going to be like sign a quick pitch and. And I think some guy. I think Strom. I'm the whole Strom too. He said he's gonna. He was gonna get, make the batter call time and just quick pitch every every other pitch. <laughs> Strom, has, Strom has become like the voice of the uh, the. I'm gonna show you rules guy. He, he is. He is. He's a, he's a he's a great figure for it too. Both him and Rich and. Both are gone now. Well, this is this is the thing, and Zach, we've talked about the rules stuff That's not before. Just a lot of sheep. Yeah, and you you uh, you have you. I think you're like a lot of guys. This is going to be an issue, more of an issue than I think a lot of people let on. And even talking to Ramon Vasquez, the bench coach, he said getting and you wouldn't know this playing in the minors, getting in signs is is a thing, right? So like just getting signs in where the catcher is supposed to relay it. Sometimes a third baseman relays it. That sort of thing too is you can't do. They get then they get to bang the trash can. There's a lot going on. Uh, there's a lot going on. Yeah, I like. I think it's. I don't know. I I think it's. I I I'm fine. I'm fine with doing like extra rules and putting extra rules in. But the what the reason that we're trying to do it to get like, to attract new fans. I don't think that's going to do anything because it's like say you don't like like a person doesn't like the NBA. If they change the shot clock from 24 to 20 seconds, they're not just all of a sudden going to go watch the NBA. Like. So I don't think just because we added in the pitch clock, people are just going to all of a sudden start flooding. I think it's going to be chaotic. And and another part of it, Zach, is that because we mentioned the WBC, the WBC doesn't even have the rules. So you're going to have guys gone for whatever, three weeks or more. And and, and have a, a week before right. the season starts. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why the WBC wouldn't – use the same exact same rules, especially since it's like you said during spring training. It's also an entity of MLB now. Yeah, it is. But the so, pro, the pro, what they'll say no, is cool. that that well, the players like in Japan don't have these rules. Like, so it's not like you just uh, getting I MLB players. Okay, but that's still like not an excuse. I not, don't shoot the messenger. If, 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 if your main product is like MLB, why not just try and make it as comparable to the MLB? Because what this hall is is just like it's a giant endorsement for the MLB and to get people yes, globally to watch. I don't disagree. So why would you not want to implement the rules within the MLB? Zach, please tell Coop to leave me alone. I'm just trying to. Zach, I'm making good message. points, aren't I? Coop, you're gonna be my next write-in for commissioner. Hell yeah, <laughs> Hell you're yeah. my in vote. Hey, I mean, I was last time I was commissioner. I won a fantasy football league. Oh, well, so that's true. I got a good track record here. <laughs> that, that, that is true. All right, so when do you head down to Fort Myers? What's going on? What's going on uh, with the, the with the Zach Kelly family and the the getting on the mound uh, on JetBlue? Yeah, we're heading down. I think on the seventh of February, so we get down there about a week early. Okay, all right, right around the corner, and uh, not soon, far long after that, we will be doing the 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 uh, remote podcast at Twin Peaks. Correct? Yes. All all Kellys all Kellys do podcasts at Twin Peaks. It's it's a time honored tradition. Your brother Joe did it, and you can you are formally invited as well. How's, how's my how's my brother's book? I, oh my goodness, are you hear, kidding I me? Hear about it, but I don't have one yet, so I, mean, I don't really know if they exist. <laughs> well, <laughs> first of all, it doesn't come out till February twenty eighth, but it went to number one in baseball books on Amazon. I'm just saying, I 
I, I don't know how or why. Maybe it's awesome, but I promise you will have one uh, before it comes out. That's all I can promise you, Zach, because you are a relative. Of you do that. So there you go. Friends there and family discount. Friends and family discount. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, always a pleasure, Zach, and, and keep thinking of walking music. For so far, we got two. We only have two. We have uh, we have two. You you and Schreiber. But as we said, we don't know how good you guys are going to be. But the one thing we can control is that you guys are going to have the best walking music in the American League. Hey, that sounds good. Well, as long as we have that, you know, the, the more pumped up we are, the better off we're going to be, more successful. So. It goes hand in hand. Absolutely, you're a very smart guy. I, I, absolutely. All right, man. I appreciate you jumping on, and uh, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. All right, fellas. Y'all have a good day. See you. Appreciate it, Zach. Thanks. All right, the great Zach Kelly, um, friend of the program, the fifth member of this team with Stiz and Coop and Chris Cotillo and me, uh, at least for today, anyway. And why he was talking, I didn't want to ask him this. This would have put him in a tough spot. This just broke from uh, TMZ. Mm. Right? What? Oh, that's fair. That's obviously oh, fake. Oh, it's old? It's fake. Well, TMZ is like the most reliable. I don't even know what we're source. talking about yet. No. Uh, remember the Red Sox is dating a fake. No, that's that's a meme, Rob. It's people oh, are doing no. that with all different. Oh, oh no, Rob. Did you see the garbage? Oh, you just oh no, I didn't. Boomer. I didn't say, <laughs> I didn't say anything. Wait, I want to see. I, what's the whole story? Just so I can. No, know. I don't know what you're talking about. It's that Reese McGuire's dating Mario no, what? Robbie. That's, that's a fake. What are you doing? I saw it too on Twitter while we were t- sitting here in the break, oh. but I didn't fall for it because I'm oh, not I, neither a moron. did I. I led you right to saying it out loud. Jeff Passon with nine S's had that, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you have to do. People are talking. Yeah. You don't have to break the news. You can just say people are saying. Well, listen, it would have been bad if Sack Good for Reese. Great rebound. Is he? Oh, anyway, anyway, uh, Margot Robbie, he'll, she will be dating a member of the Boston Red Sox at some point. That's the big takeaway, correct? No, no. Oh, okay. No. But a tennis player just recently asked her. All right. Well, we got to get. We got a lot to get to in the last segment. So we appreciate Sean Spradling at WBC uh, Central. We appreciate Zach Kelly jumping on, and we're going to get back into the news of the week, which is Matt Barnes being DFA'd and Chris Cotillo going to New Orleans. Those two things we have to get to before the end of the show. All right. Six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. Be back after this. The Bradford Show on WEEI. Boston Sports Original. Better than a five-hour energy. Uh, coupled with a five-hour energy? No. Forget about it. This mud, is this mud shovel? No. What is it? This, this is Let the Bodies Hit the Floor by Disturbed, I want to say. Was this a, one of the walking music candidates? Yeah. Yeah, this was up there. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's Stiz. I'm Rob Bradford. That's Chris Cotillo. That's Coop. We're going to be with you for about another 10 minutes. I feel like Fenway Sports Group would not allow this at Fenway. No? No. It would ruin their whole, you know, America's Most Beloved Ballpark. Nah, match. they would allow it. They're leading, they're leading into... Listen, if they can't put together a they're team to get leading people in, in the door... They're leading into the demographic. They're leading into that demographic more than ever. Of grunge? Yep. I feel like grunge would have been like in 2000s. Yep. Nope. They're leading to whatever demographic is going to buy the tickets. All right. We got to get some stuff to get to first. Before, most importantly, this is the week that Matt Barnes was DFA'd and Chris Cotillo went to New Orleans to spin the wheel of importance. And Syracuse. 
I don't care about that. Two of the great hotspots. Yeah, in I don't the care about that. Um, what do we want? What do we want to start with first? Barnsey. Okay. Barnsey. Hopefully, we can run out the. Clock All right. On so that. go Barnsey. go go ahead, Catillo. What's your thoughts on it? I just you know, and I understand he's a very uh, polarizing figure where sometimes he's lights out, sometimes he's as bad as it gets. Uh, I understand options are important and all that type of stuff, but this just reeks of a move where a bunch of smart people are outsmarting themselves because I don't know who Wyatt Mills is. I don't know anything about him, but there is no way that you should carry Wyatt Mills over Matt Barnes on your roster at this point. And I know we can talk about Brazier. We can talk about or some different people, but I mean, I just think that this is one of those that, um, again, a little bit of outsmarting. Cool. I give my opinions on the Bradfoe show. Okay, yeah. Let's keep it to that. If you want to hear my opinions, it's on the Bradfoe okay. show, but it's alluded to there are people on this like roster right yeah, now. Yeah, you're, like, you're, I just you're don't understand IE Brazier. I'm not anti-Brazier. It's just I think there have been people cleared from this roster that deserve a spot over Ryan Brazier. I, I, think, that, I think that Chris has a good point in terms of how – I mean, I'm just saying that to be nice. Thank you. Um but how baseball teams view it, particularly with the Red Sox in this new regime, which you're pri- you're prioritizing what might be instead of what is or what was, certainly what was, right? And especially if you're paying him that much, you know, like yeah, I mean, I don't know if they thought that somebody might take a fly. I, I can't imagine that anyone was going to take a flyer no. on that contract. But but what's uh, the difference between what might be and what was? Because well, yeah, we're gonna well, get Allison from Cambridge. Back. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, the heart and soul. Um, but so he brings up White White Earp Mills, like friend of the Bradfoe show. White Earp Mills, and what's, what's the middle name? We he wanted a nickname. We gave him the nickname of Earp. You ever heard of White Earp? No. Okay, okay. so we're just further proving the point. I'm not Stiz. the only one. You ever heard of White Earp? Yeah, it's uh, it's like, like a western type. Yeah, thing. exactly. Uh, yeah. All right, White okay. Earp Mills. He wanted a nickname. We gave him Earp. All right, so. The idea of what he can be is that's what they're prioritizing. And I think that Brian Barrett had the great – I mean, he was on that quote from Bloom more than anybody when he said, like, when he said, I lose sleep over the guys that I might miss out on. And I think that's a very real thing. I think that's ingrained in Heim Bloom's head. What if this guy goes on to do something much like, by the way, the guy who just signed an extension this week, yep. Jeffrey Springs. And so – we they kind of think that they know what they already have in Matt Barnes, but they're thinking a guy like White Mills, maybe this guy can become Schreiber or Zach Kelly or someone like that. Am I wrong? I mean, no, I know that's why they're doing I'm, it. Yeah, I'm like fine you, with taking chances on guys like that, but it's just like I don't know that. And I do, but you don't need you don't need that in this in this bullpen the way it's constructed after spending so much. You know, it doesn't matter. That. That's not the way they look at it. They look at it like they they want they want to to try to get the uh, guys with the upside. Not the guys, and even with guys Brazier, who are cheap with options and e- upside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, in even with Brazier, like there is that's sort of the way they're thinking, is that yeah, you know, we know how bad he was in these months, but we saw what he did in the last month. Yeah, and if he goes to another team and is that guy, is the guy that he was in 2020, whatever, then we're gonna feel really bad. That's how they think, right? But. And, it, what if Matt Barnes goes to another team and is that guy, right? I just think that they don't think he's going to. Yeah, that's fine. So, anyway, more importantly, uh, New Orleans. You went to New Orleans. I did, yeah. Uh, first time ever. Last time ever, most likely. Uh, bachelor party for a college roommate. It was, you know, it's not often you get to a city and you spend a few days there and 
you walk away thinking this was exactly what I thought it was going to be, but that that's what it was. And so you wouldn't go just pure debauchery on Bourbon Street. It was yeah, you see things there you've never seen before, you'll never see again. Um, there was a casino in town that was a mistake, and then it was a mistake the night after that. And a lot of mistakes. A mistake the third night as well. Um, so you know, I I wore a French Quarter outfit. That was kind of the highlight of the trip. Um, couldn't really eat the food because I'm allergic to shellfish, so that was kind of an oversight. Mm, so, beignet. So, yeah, it's all. It's, I mean, I'm on a diet anyway, as you guys know. Right. And, IPA um, diet. Yes, and uh, they didn't have a great IPA selection there either. They had like one thing. Called Juicifer, it was fine, but I wanted more selection. PPR so. isn't an IPA. No, it's not. What? It was. It was. It was a fun trip. It was. Uh, you know, I got that was. I got two bachelor parties in three weeks. So did, did you? Uh, ooh, another one coming up next week in Miami. Did yeah. you? Why are you watching Winter Weekend from afar? Did you say I wish I was there instead of Bourbon Street? Well, I tweeted out a picture of my hotel view of New Orleans with the, the Superdome, the whole thing. So, wow, Springfield, you know, happy to be here. And nobody got it. So, um, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's the same thing, basically. Like the, you're like the Mendoza line of tweets. I know. <laughs> oh, look at today what we put out there. It's, it's even worse. A lot, a lot Why don't you of, tell us about Reese McGuire? A lot of mad. Well, listen, Reese McGuire, he's not dating Markel Robbie. No. That's false, false we can alarm. confer. We, we check. We, we, before we report anything, we check our sources. Spin zone, spin zone. You think that he could date Margot Robbie, which is like a huge coup. I don't know, even know. Is he married? I don't even know. I don't know. If, if he's married, he's probably not dating Margot Robbie. Anyway, so this I'm going to spin this to Winter Weekend even more, which is on our podcast, our guy mentioned this at the outset of the show, one of the great Hallmark moments in Red Sox history where, you know Sammy James on Twitter? Mm-hmm. You, yeah, great Twitter presence, great on the podcast, part of the Who Says No crew on the Bradford Show. And he... Um, he had a great time at Friday night as, as you've been to winter weekend before, you know, Friday nights when everyone hits it hard and then Saturday, a lot happens, a lot yeah. happens Saturday, Saturday morning, 8am player interviews. No one's on the right game. No, no. So Sammy like played the live, lived the life of a ball player, did that Friday night. And then so Friday he, he played the life of a fan and he got, what was it? It was an autograph. It's like an autograph and session. And a meet and You know, you had one player where you get an autograph and one player you get to, like, take a picture with. Yeah. And so the player, and it was, the alumni was a player he got to take a picture with, and it was Wade Boggs. So Wade Boggs, he takes a picture with, and he's walking away. And sure, there was no hangover element Well, there. no, this is the point. Okay. He said, I, I, he said something to the effect of, I don't know how you do this. Like, I don't know, because he was hurting so bad. And Boggs is I, evidently just deadpan and said, Scrambled eggs and mock chocolate milk. <laughs> so it's I mean, a PED. I, I, that's a PED. I think like right we there. talk so so much. We focus so much on chicken with bogs and all scrambled eggs and chocolate. We milk. Focus a lot on the shot, never the chaser. You know it. What? Are oh, you too old for that? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Chocolate milk and scrambled eggs should be in t-shirts. Should like bogs should go make that trademark that right now. So there you go. If you only knew that in New Orleans, scrambled eggs and chocolate fine. milk. I was, up, I was up by 2 p.m. every day. That's a man that can handle himself right mm-hmm. there. This guy's a scrambled eggs and chocolate we'll milk. We'll see Miami next week. All right. Ooh. All right. Ooh, all right. So there you go. All right. Well, Chris, Chris, thanks for swinging by. That's a pleasure, oh, Rob. You thanks. got a book. You got a sweatshirt. I know. I just came here for all the free Your stuff. Your brand has never been hotter. Coop, same thing to you. Excellent job. Thank you. No free stuff, spring. but... Well, I mean, that's that's a con- every day you wake up with free stuff. That's true. There you go. Smiles from you. Smiles, hugs, and everything else. Stairs, excellent job, man. Thank you, Bravo. Always good, a pleasure, good guys. Good to cool, see you. Chris.
Good to see you. Excellent. Yeah, likewise. Excellent job. We got to get one more walking music for one more, next play. And can I and can I get a baseball isn't boring shirt? Get this man. You can have this one. Yeah, you don't want that one. It's like triple X. Lived in. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the whole gift pack. I see them all around the city, and I work with you guys, and They're I can't even get one. The They're all around Everywhere. the city. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And new new ones coming out too. Swingjuice.com. I don't. Uh, yeah. I swingjuice.com. Or visit right. our uh, Twitter. Twitter, yeah, Instagram at, at BB isn't boring. Plenty of podcasts coming your way. Bradford Show, Fenway Rundown, the Fenway Rundown. Fenway Subscribe Rundown. to all of them. The, all which, the, by the way, doesn't follow the Bradford Show. Yeah, maybe we have that. All right, forget. Smash it. that subscribe. All right, all right we got <laughs> we we got to go. Thanks Smash everybody. It. See you later. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.